0: This is your all right, all right, all right. Welcome back, welcome back. You know what time it is? The sand in the van podcast, hon. Huh? Uh, didn't plan on doing one this morning, but, uh, later on in the day yesterday, the fallout from, uh, I guess you could call it Donaldson versus Anderson, uh, more came to light and, um, MLB decides that they're going to suspend him and find him an undisclosed amount of money, Josh Donaldson that is, for his role in the term Jackie, okay? Now. Uh, (laughs) as I put out yesterday's episode, you know, some people were in agreement with what I said. I know my buddies over 1420 Sports, they're not the biggest Donaldson supporters, but you know, again, it's, it, it really isn't seen in the world that we live in. I mean, I was talking to Jay on the way here and, uh, you know, listen, we really do live in a sensitive world, to be honest with you. I understand I understand how you could take certain things in a racist way, but for a guy in Tim Anderson who many seem to forget was suspended for using the N word himself, okay, and then flipping off a crowd of people and suspended and fined for that. And all of a sudden, though, all that, you know, Mr. Big Man on campus, you know, acting all high and mighty, all of a sudden, though, Tim Anderson's offended. By a term that's not even racist. So what in the actual hell is going on here? And the fact that Donaldson suspended and fined and gets a punishment before, uh, before Grandal of the White Sox who instigated the whole benches clearing incident. Okay, all he had to do was sit there and shut his mouth and none of that happens. But he's sitting there and he has to chirp away because, you know, and I understand Tim Anderson's his teammate. You know, they're all going to back up their teammates. You know, Liam Hendricks comes out and he said, you know, I don't buy what Donaldson's selling as far as an apology and, and whatever. And the pitching coach came out and he's saying that the punishment is too light. And this is on WFAN's Facebook page, right? So... I, and, you know, for those who know me, I had to say something. I said, so just so we're clear here, okay, I go, and again, Tim Anderson was suspended for using the N-word. Tim Anderson was suspended for flipping off the crowd. Tim Anderson, you know, proclaims himself to be a guy who is so legendary, not only just in sports, but in social justice as well, okay? And yet he's offended by this. And again, if anybody should be offended by what's going on here, it's the late Jackie Robinson and his family. OK? Those are the ones who should be offended if they, if they want to be, OK? Now and it's funny because my buddy at, at Needs Daily wager, he said he said the only, the only stat that he probably breaks of Jackie Robinson's is salary. And well, yeah, because you're in the 2020s now and Jackie Robinson played the 1900s. So, yeah, salary is a bit different now uh, by, by a metric ton, I would say. But, you know, is Tim Anderson as talented as Jackie Robinson? No, because we do forget. And this is another point that 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 Nate brought out, too, when he commented on the link, is that We do forget how talented Jackie Robinson really was. And I think that gets overlooked in the fact that, yes, him breaking a color barrier into the world of professional baseball is a big deal. But again, like I said yesterday, it's his talent that got him seen by Branch Rickey. And Branch Rickey was the one who took the chance to bring him to the level not even Jackie Robinson thought he could probably ever get to. And like I tell other people, I had a debate with somebody the other day. You know, after I did it yesterday, I had a debate with somebody. And I'm like, listen, you know, bottom line is this. Tim Anderson has never had to play in a hostile environment the way Jackie Robinson's had to. You know, is Tim Anderson's family being, you know, ridiculed on the road? Is Tim Anderson being, again, like I said yesterday, is he being, you know... Is he being yelled at by the opposing coach and all sorts of racial profanity and, and the most insulting racial slurs you could hear? No, he's not. So again, where again is Tim Anderson anywhere on the scale or in the realm of a Jackie Robinson? Because he's not. Because he's not. Okay. So MLB, like I said yesterday, that if MLB actually went goes and suspends Josh Donaldson for this, they are an absolute fucking joke. And MLB proved, not once, but twice yesterday, okay, that they are a joke. Josh Donaldson's the first. The second is yesterday's Oriole-Yankee game, okay? And I had to see a lot of people on Twitter complaining about Garrett Cole. Listen, I understand it's the Orioles. Garrett Cole should be dominant in that game. But, like, the bullpen and all starting pitchers across Major League Baseball, they're not always going to have their best game every fifth start. You're going to have to expect that once in a blue moon that they're going to have an off game. Okay? We could sit there. We could bash all we want. We could whine. We could cry. We could bitch. We could moan. You know, we could piss about it. All we want. It ain't going to change the fact that, yeah, we should have won that game. Okay, it's the first time since, what, like a year and a half we've lost three straight, whatever it is. Okay? Judge is doing what Judge is supposed to be doing. And, of course, because it's a contract year. And I'll get, I'll get into that in a few minutes because I didn't get to discuss that yesterday. But there's been a lot of different opinions on Aaron Judge as far as his next contract. So, <clears throat> but as far as, you know, the umpiring yesterday, I forget who was up. clearly it's a ball that passes the third baseline, then skips foul. Okay? Clearly it's a fair ball. Umps call it foul. Then they go to this, and I and I got it on Twitter, and for and for and obviously I retweeted somebody else's post about it. So I know I know my buddy at uh, Average Joe Sports. He, uh, you know, because we were talking a bit about things too uh, yesterday, as far as the Donaldson Tim Anderson thing, and he even said, you know, listen, somebody somebody took the time to find ten year tweets from Nesta Cortez when he was young, and yeah, they were racially. Least or whatever else. And listen, i never seen the tweets, so I don't know. But Nesta Cortez came out. He admitted he was wrong. He deactivated his Twitter like everybody does when they get caught. Okay? And he admitted to it and he says, I can only grow from here. That's it. Is Nesta Cortez going to be suspended for something from 10 years ago? Let's say the way John Gruden was fired for something he did 10 years ago in an email that then got leaked. We'll have to wait and see. But the best part was the umpire at third base, Aaron Boone, is literally doing a finger rotation of how many bounces before it went foul. And the umpire just shrugs his shoulders with the I don't know move. This is what MLB has become. They literally don't know what they're doing. The umpiring has no clue what a ball is, what a strike is. I'm watching Sunday's game, okay? And there's one... There's one pitch, and it was borderline, but it was borderline to a point where I would have called it a ball, and it's called a strike. The umpiring is such a joke. You've seen it the other game the other night. Rizzo legitimately had a gripe with the umpiring, okay? And... For every, and he gets ejected and he's not even at the plate. Stanton's next up at the plate, and the pitches that came in on Rizzo obviously him batting from one side of the plate and Stanton from the other side. Okay. So there were strikes on Rizzo, but there are balls to Stanton. And Rizzo came out and he said something. And Rizzo was pretty calm about it too. And, you know, listen. Um, MLB and the umpiring, you guys need to, listen, you want to go to robotic umpiring, and I know I've said it in the past, that'll never work, it'll never work, it'll just be the same shit, but, you know, but getting into Aaron Judge, and do the Yankees give him what he wants, should he get what he's looking for, right now he's on peace, He's on Barry Bonds' pace in all one to hit for 73 home runs. <laughs> and it was funny because I was telling Jay that last night. He goes, yeah, well, the difference is, you know, Bonds was, you know, taking steroids and Judge, Judge isn't. So if Judge, let's just say, keeps on this tear and breaks Barry Bonds' home run record, even though technically, to me, that's not the record. But let's just, you know, let's I'll you know, I'll just placate to those who think. Okay. If Aaron Judge breaks 73 home runs, and let's say hits 74, okay, game 162 of the year, and he hits his 74th home run. Now I don't think it's gonna happen. Because there's gonna be a game Judge sits, there's gonna be a cold streak, there's gonna be a rough patch with Aaron Judge, okay? We we all know it's going to happen. I hate to say it, but we got to live in the world of reality here as a Yankee fan, okay? It will happen. Now, but if he does do it, do the Yankees give him what he wants? Now, take this in mind, though. He's 30 years old. Do we want another Aaron, Aaron Rod... Alex Rodriguez, I don't know why I'm thinking Aaron Rodgers here. Oh, probably because he's overpaid and coming down to the end of his career, but, you know... Do we want another Alex Rodriguez type situation where, you know, judge is 36, 37, and he's in a decline and we're paying him 20 plus million a year or 30 plus million a year. I think what's reasonable now, if he continues this and then continues it throughout the rest of the contract offered is it's got to be seven years, seven years, give him 300 plus and that should do th- and that should do it. Because, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, the Mets should get interested in Judge to drive up the price for the Yankees. You know, that the Mets should also do it to keep, you know, to, to kind of, you know, so it would kind of steer Boston away and the Giants ste- uh, and, and steer the Giants away from going after Aaron Judge. Why would the Mets do the Yankees a favor? You know, and I forget who said that, but somebody said it, and I'm like, are you kidding me? You know, and when you look at the Mets, you know, and and I hate to say it, you know, but I told my buddy, you know, me and my buddy Rob were talking about it a while back, you know, how if anything was going to doom this season, at some point, it would be injuries. And now you don't have the Grom, at least till the All-Star break, if not longer. You have Scherzer out six to eight weeks. So now you're pretty much uh, piecing together your pitching staff, where Chris Bassett's now technically your ace, you know. Can the Mets survive this stretch without their two aces? I think this team's built different, to be honest with you. And this is coming from a Yankee fan. I think this Mets team is built different where they have a decent-sized lead in the NL East that as long as other things go different, they can maintain the lead. As long as the Mets do what the Yankees have to do just win the games you're supposed to win you're playing a four game series win three out of four you're playing a three game win two out of three hell sweep them for all i give a shit okay but let's live in a world of reality you're not going to sweep every series you play and you're not going to win every series you play but as long as you beat the teams you should be beating on okay it's one thing if you're the yankees and obviously losing to baltimore sucks Okay, and losing two to the White Sox sucks, but do the Yankees bounce back? Yeah, the Yankees will bounce back tonight. The Yankees will bounce back tonight, and you know, and the same thing you know and the same thing with the Mets, and people' are surprised that I've not been bashing the Mets because last- like' last season I did it a lot, you know, and I think it was to get a rise out of people, but when you look at the Mets and the Yankees. There's so many similarities to how they're built. To the fact that, listen, I'm not saying we're going to get a Subway Series World Series again. You know, I don't think you, I I honestly don't think you ever see that again. At least not in this lifetime. But if you did see it this year, you know, and you have DeGrom and Scherzer healthy versus Severino and Cole... It would, be, it would be pretty close because what Garrett Cole are we getting? Because are we going to get the Garrett Cole who gave up like two, three home runs last night against the Orioles, or are we going to get the Garrett Cole who went out there last season against the Astros when Boone wanted to take him out and he told him, get the fuck back to the friggin' get, you know, get back to the fucking bench. You know, I'm finishing this game out. That's the Garrett Cole we need. And I understand you're not going to get that every fifth game, but we need that 75% of the time. Okay. We need that 75% of the time. The Louis Severino you saw Sunday night showed you a glimpse of he could be, if he pitched like that every fifth game, he's a legitimate number two behind Garrett Cole. Talion had a good game Sunday. Shame the Yankees couldn't score for shit. Talion's proven that he's going to be, he's a decent third behind Severino and Cole. Montgomery, I'm sorry, shouldn't be the fourth starter. Nesta Cortez should be four at this point, and Montgomery should be the fifth starter. Uh, you know, Nesta Cortez has been the surprise. It's funny, Nesta Cortez has been su- such the surprising pitcher. You know, out of this rotation, that people are actually sitting there on Twitter because I guess they have nothing better to do, and they go, uh, "I, I, they sit there, they go, I'm more comfortable." Would a guaranteed out with Nesta Cortez pitching as I am, you know, you know, as I am to freaking Garrett Cole. Listen, you're not going to be saying that when Nesta Cortez has a bad game, it gives up two, three home runs and is and gets pulled in the fifth inning. You're not going to be saying that then. So, enough. Yeah, and then the other thing, they, they did an MRI on... On Chapman's um Achilles tendon and it came back negative and it's something that they're gonna be watching for. I'm telling you right now, I don't pitch I, I would put Chapman on the IL, to be honest with you, because trotting him out there and having him pitch and having to having to be having to have make, to make the movements he's gotta make on that Achilles, eventually you're gonna snap it. And when you do, that that's it. And people are saying that. The, and some people I even see on Twitter. See, this is what amazes me, and this is what shows me you don't know the game of baseball or the business of baseball at all. How we should just release, or we should just release Chapman. We're paying him seventeen million a year. Why are we just going to release him? Yeah, he's had a bad five straight games. But you're not just going to release Aroldis Chapman. You're not going to do it. Now you have to pay him $17 million. If million. If anything, if the Yankees wanted to, you would let him build his value back up just enough to where you can get a, a certain amount for him in return and maybe split the contract in half. Because don't forget, the Yankees... Years ago, and we're going back years ago, some years who, listen, probably weren't even born yet. And some years that, listen, probably didn't even have hair on your balls yet. Remember a guy named David Justice, who was an Atlanta Braves legend? Okay. Who wound up playing for the Yankees. who Who wound up getting shafted to the athletics. The Yankees were paying half his salary, okay, to play against the Yankees. Now I'm not saying that they would trade him within the AL and then pay half his contract to pitch against them. I don't think they would do that. But again, you're not just going to release Chapman, and if you're going to trade him, you're not going to unless you're willing to take less in return to have somebody eat half the contract is one thing. But no team is going to do it. Because it depends on who your trade partner is. Like, if you're going to trade him to, say, the Dodgers, the Dodgers would be a team that would do it. And speaking of the Dodgers, you know, I, I completely forgot this. So apparently Trevor Bowers suspended for, like, two years um, with his sexual uh, sexual accusation stuff, which is comical because that's one woman that I believe is involved in it. And to switch gears for a second, but to kind of keep them, kind of keep it on the same wheel here. But you have Deshaun Watson with 22, right? So you have Deshaun Watson with 22, and we don't know if he's going to get suspended. And we have the whole thing with Trevor Bauer, and he's suspended for at least two years. Okay. Okay. All right. But, and speaking of that on the NFL side of it, and, you know, obviously, we all remember that Dwayne Haskins passed away. Well, now the, you know, the autopsy report came out. You know, the toxology report comes out. He's like 0.24 uh, intoxicated with a blood a blood level of 0.24 ingested uh, ketamine, whatever it is. So he was legally intoxicated at the time when he got hit. All right. But the way these people write it, it's like he deserved it. It's like you sit there and forget that Dwayne Haskins was a human being and you just look at him as he was a third string quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It it just amazes me. Like, well, you know, he had this and he was this and he was that. And the way you write it and the way it comes off, it's like, guy deserved it. He was drunk. Like nobody in the world has ever been drunk before. Like nobody in the world has ever taken a drug before. Are are you kidding me? So let's just say, let's just say I decided to cross, let's see, trying to think of a major road by where I work. So let's say I decided to cross over Union Avenue, okay, which is like right across the street from where I work, and I get hit. Now let's say it's seven o'clock at night and there's a brewery across the street from my job, okay? And let's say I went in there and I, you know, I had a couple of beers, and now I'm buzzed. And now I want to go to Stop and Shop across the street from there because, you know, I want to get, you know, I want to get a water or something or, you know, something to nibble on and, you know, go for a walk. Okay. I get hit by a car. Are you going to write in a report? Well, he was at such and such place and, uh you know, he had at least six, seven beers and, you know, he was buzzed, you know, so... You know, should he have been crossing the street? You know, did he look both ways? Motherfucker deserved it, in my opinion. That's the way That's the way these people sound when they write this shit. So, I don't know. But I, I had to pop on here, though, to discuss the, the Donaldson suspension. You know, again, we're always going to debate something in sports. Because somebody came at me on Facebook... That in, in one of the, these groups I'm in, you know, to promote the podcast and everything. And he goes, you know, I listened and to be honest with you, you're absolutely wrong. I said, okay, you tell me where I'm wrong. He goes, well, Jackie is a racist term. I said, really? Because I know a lot of racist terms. From hearing them growing up, watching them in movies, hearing them in TV shows. So, you're telling me that Jackie's a racist term. So... What do I call a person then whose name is Jackie? Hmm? What do I call them then? And they go, well, no, it's the, you know, it's the demeanor and the way he said it. I said, okay. I said, so now you were on the field when it happened. I said, were you there? No. Okay. I said, so shut up. All right. Bottom line, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. I said, and then I decide, I'm like, look, you know what? So let me do a little more digging. I go into his profile. The guy don't even listen or watch sports. So shut the fuck up. You're just one of those little snowflake betas, okay, who everything offends you and, you know, no matter what it is, you know, the sun could be shining and you can complain about that. Well, the sun's shining too much. It could be cloudy. There's too many clouds. Like, nothing's good enough for you. You have nothing better to do than sit at home and nitpick at everything and you're probably some 30-year-old virgin who can't get none and you're upset about it. So you just take it out on everybody else and just get oversensitized by everything. Okay? While the people like me in the world who see things for what they are and what they really should be. Or maybe it's the fact that I was born in a different era like so many others. Where we weren't, where we weren't oversensitized. Where we weren't shielded by a lot. You know, like today everybody wants to kind of sugarcoat shit like we're in a bakery. And that's not the case. It's not the case here. Bottom line is this. The term, the name Jackie's not racist. The way it was said was not in any racial stereotype at all. And we wouldn't be discussing this or debating it if Tim Anderson didn't placate his own ego to put him on a level of Jackie Robinson. And the fact that Josh Donaldson is suspended for saying it jokingly, what's next? What is next? Because you suspend him for saying something jokingly that somebody opened the door for you to say, but you have MLB umpiring that is such a fucking joke. It's such a fucking joke. And yet these umpires never get suspended. They never have to answer to anything, even when they admit they blew a game. Okay, who is the umpire in the... Andres Galarraga should have been perfect. Jim Wolf called the guy safe when he was clearly out. Blows a perfect game for uh, for for Galarraga, who pitched for the Tigers at the time. Okay. Later comes out and admits he was wrong. Did you ever see a fine, a suspension, anything? No. But let's find people. Let's suspend them for saying something jokingly that somebody got butt hurt about because the team sucks and is losing. Okay. Let's suspend and find a guy for trashing officiating when the officiating is absolute garbage, whether it's the NFL, NHL, MLB, fucking USFL. I don't give a shit, okay? All right? How about that? All right? Bottom line, at the end of the day, Tim Anderson got butthurt. His teammates are stupid and blind, okay? Because you're defending a guy who thinks he's on like the Mount Rushmore of baseball. When Tim Anderson if when Tim Anderson breaks a certain barrier which there is none to break, then you could say you're a modern day Jackie Robinson. But you're not a modern day Jackie Robinson. You're not even a modern day Tim Anderson. You're just a modern day douchebag. That's what you are, because you think you're better than everybody. You think you're untouchable. And I can promise you this, one day you're going to get touched. I can guarantee it. So enough. Just do yourself a favor. Go out there and play with the skill set you have. And that's it. And, it is an, and that's in no way, shape, or form to, I forget who said it, it might have been Doris Burke who said to LeBron or whatever, just shut up and dribble, or whatever it is. That is nothing, it, that's not the terms of which I'm saying it. What I'm saying is, just go out there and play the game of baseball, okay? You and Josh Donaldson obviously don't like each other. Obviously it has been brewing for some time, okay? But one is is has got to be the bigger man. And Tim Anderson should have been the bigger man and just ignored it. Yasmani Gran- Granval, or however you say his name, should have been the bigger man and it said nothing. Saying nothing sometimes has more impact than doing something. Okay? But for MLB to sit there and say that Josh Donaldson was insensitive to Tim Anderson's feelings. But Tim Anderson again has been heard using the N-word and suspended and fined for it, okay? Which the N-word is far worse than calling somebody Jackie. I'm sorry. And I understand, listen. I understand that within, you know, the African American community and black people say to each other all the time, you know, it's a you know, it's a term of like how how we say, "Hey, what's up?" You know, it's, you know, it's, you know, listen, it's their language. I understand it and I'm fine with it. And I understand that we as white people can't say it. And like, I want to say it. I don't want to say it. I don't, whatever. I don't give a shit. Okay. But that's more racist than calling somebody Jackie. In my opinion. I mean, people could take me to task on it and you could debate me on it all you want, but I'm not going to stand down from it. But with all that being said, um, like I said, I just had to pop on to discuss it. Obviously, you know, I hit on some other points. So um, I would say probably Friday. You know what? Friday, I'll probably do one. I'll give myself a little two-day break. And then um, I'll pop on Friday and see where the Yankees stand after that. Uh, What else else comes out of this uh, Donaldson versus Anderson uh, rivalry now? Which who knows? They might wind up going to the octagon. (laughs) I'd laugh if that one ever happened. But as always, thanks to everybody. You know, 1420 Sports as always. Average Joe. uh, Nate's Daily Wagers. uh, All the other sports podcasts out there to retweet, follow, and listen. Much appreciated. Till the next one. Stay safe. And as always, peace.